0: Well, good morning. A very warm welcome to our Oakall Christmas Cafe. A welcome uh, to all of you who are here at Oakal Church. It's lovely to see you all. It's great that you can be here this morning. Uh, and a really warm welcome, if you're tuning in live this morning, watching at home on the live stream, it's great that you can be uh, tuning into our Christmas Cafe. It's great that you're watching and a really warm welcome to you. But also a really warm welcome, if this is your first time, maybe to Oakwood Church, maybe even watching any kind of church service at all uh, on YouTube. Uh, Maybe you're watching this live now or maybe later on in the week. And if that's you, then can we say a really warm welcome to you. Uh, It's great that you're here watching. We hope it's going to be a real encouragement to you as we spend this time this morning. I don't know about you, uh, but it might be that yesterday's announcement uh, maybe has hit us uh, with another bit bad news. And we find it really hard to process. We were looking forward to see our friends and our family maybe over Christmas. And this announcement is a real blow to that. And we feel sad, we feel upset that we couldn't do the things that maybe we hoped to have done. And it's a struggle to hear, isn't it? This, maybe we feel this bad news keep coming over and over again. But do you know, this morning... I want to make a promise to you. This morning is all about good news. I promise you that. It is all about good news this morning. None of the bad news. We're talking about the best news that we could ever hope to hear this morning. And so I hope you're excited to discover and hear about this news this morning. And you are at home too. Well, we've got lots of things that will be happening as part of our Christmas cafe. Making it up. We'll be hearing Uh, from these lovely people that you see on the stage uh, this morning. We're hearing from them and some of their stories about what this good news is all about. Uh, We're going to have some Christmas music brought to us by Andy. Uh, We love hearing that. And we'll also have the next part of our angels' message that they brought to the shepherds uh, that first Christmas day. But we'll also be showing our Christmas film that a group of 20s here at O'Call decided to put together um, to make a, a Christmas film for us to watch this morning. So we'll watch that in just a few moments. But this morning, to open up our Christmas cafe, I want to uh, gauge the opinion of Tatrum and the people of O'Call Church, because no doubt over Christmas, we will find ourselves stumbling over accidentally it might be, just happens to be in the cupboard that we look, a box of quality streets. Now, I was in Tesco's yesterday and I saw a huge pallet of quality streets and I just wish I could take the whole thing home. But I reckon that we have a favorite quality street. I reckon you have a favorite quality street. And there is a poll that you can scan on Slido. If you go on slido.com, you can use the code OHCC Oakal Christmas Cafe, and you can select what your favorite quality street is. Uh, you can use your phones here at, at Oakal Church. If you're watching at home, hopefully you can use that code that's on your screen, and we can see what Catrum's favorite quality street is. You can be filling that out as we go through this morning. Well, the Christmas film that I mentioned uh, that we're going to be watching uh, this morning It really is. Unfortunately, we couldn't have the nativity service that we hoped to have. It's more normally we'd have all of the young people. You would come up and you would do a nativity and we would all be amazed at what you'd be doing. Unfortunately, we couldn't have that this year. But a group of 20s, as I said, decided to get together and we thought that we could put it together a nativity film with a twist. What if the nativity story was shot in the days that we are living in right now, uh, with COVID and all of that kind of stuff? And in the film, we're going to be introduced to a guy called Michael. And Michael might look a bit familiar to you if you're looking on stage right here. He's dressed in a Christmas jumper, and Michael... He's a typical guy in his 20s. He's having to work from home, and he's feeling the weariness of life. Uh, nothing was as it was, and he senses that there's something not right. There's something more to life. Surely there's something more to life than everything that he's going through right now. And He longs, and he finds himself discovering this amazing news and being a part of, of this nativity story in the modern day. So we're gonna watch this film. So at home, if you've got popcorn, do go and grab that. Go and sit on your sofa. If you're here, young people, adults, we've got this film that hopefully you'll enjoy watching, A COVID Christmas. Let's watch that together now. There we go. A huge thank you to the team that are involved in pulling that all together. I've got a few of them who are joining me on the stage. Uh, Guys, it's great to see you. And, you know, whilst that film, it told the fictional story of this guy called Michael who discovers this good news uh, that brings great joy to him about uh, the birth of Jesus, actually, whilst that's fictional, uh, that story is happening in real lives all the time, even today. And to kind of highlight that uh, all of us, we're kind of going to have a, a sort of a question and answer so I'm going to ask these guys a few questions about how this good news of Jesus affects their lives, not their characters' lives, but actually them themselves. Uh, so, guys, thank you so much for joining. You can take off your masks and you pick up your microphones. Uh, the first question, of course, we're all wanting to ask is what, of course, is your favorite quality street? Um, so, uh, Dan, we'll go to you. What, what's your favorite quality street? Basic strawberry cream for me. Strawberry cream, there we go, good man. Uh, Josh? Yeah, I'm gonna have to second that one. Strawberry cream, love that. Uh, Charis? Fudge for me. Fudge, nice. What is it, JC? It's
1: the green one. The green
0: one. <laughs> the triangle. The triangle. <laughs> uh, I, uh, oh, we got around, uh, dear yes, me. Josh. Wow. <laughs> okay, big love for the green triangle. Uh, maybe that's on top, there we go, the green triangle. We had a bit of confusion in the first service whether that actually was a quality street, but we were reassured that it was. Um, so the green one does exist. Uh, but thanks so much, guys, and I'll start off with you, Dan. Uh, Dan. You obviously play Michael, who's the main character, and we saw how Michael kind of, he's going through life right at the start, kind of just the repetitive nature of it. And I wonder, is there a sense in which you kind of relate uh, to how Michael kind of feels at the start of the film? Uh, Yeah, I think, um, for all of us, I think during the first lockdown, when work, our livelihoods, and kind of our friendships are all stripped away from us for a time, I think you kind of step back and think, oh, kind of what is the point? Your soul existence and and what that all means, and is there something more? So yeah, definitely. At that time, I did, yeah. Yeah, and in the film, kind of the changing point really is is that Michael kind of discovers this good news about Jesus being born. I wonder how does knowing Jesus change things for you personally, as Dan? Yeah, so I I was kind of grew up as a Christian in Christian home and everything. I think, funnily, the change for me is. Was when I didn't know Jesus, and I stepped away from that a few years ago, and just found a complete change in who I was as a person and how I treated people, and how yeah, how you think about other people and stuff like that. So, yeah, <laughs> slightly flipping the question, but yeah, that's my answer. Yeah. So, oh, thanks, Dan. That's right. Um, Charis, we'll go to you next. Now, Charis, um, you're the the news reporter who had a bit of an interesting interview with a, a rogue shepherd um, in the in the film, uh, but Charis, you have She just joined the team here at Oakwood Church, the children's and families worker. Um, Why would you do that? And the reason I ask that is, what makes you so excited that you would choose to do that, to share this good news about Jesus to others?
1: Well, I think um, we kind of saw in the film that the two boys, once they heard the news of, of Jesus coming and that it was going to change their lives, they just had to tell someone, you know, Tommy had to tell his friend and Michael started to tell his work colleagues um, and that was the same for me and as soon as you know and I've, I've heard this um, good news and I've discovered it for myself and I wanted to tell everyone and um, being a children's worker is another way that I can do that um, to, to tell the good news to children and families um, through the church um, but I think what we wanted to to get across with the film was that I think we can all relate to Michael at the beginning of the film. He's a bit disappointed, he's fed up, a bit lonely maybe as well, and um, especially after the news that we got yesterday. Um, but I think we wanted to show that it, it's exciting. Um, you know, there is hope in Jesus still now, even all this time later. Um, Jesus brings us life and eternity, and that's really exciting. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we wanted to kind of get that message across.
0: Amazing. Thank you so much, Charis. Go over to Josh now. Now, Josh, you were the innkeeper/slash hotel manager who had, let's be real, it wasn't the easiest shift. No, not an ideal first not, shift. Yeah, there, no. and you managed to clean it up. Yeah, yeah, it was all clean up. burst all over the foyer. Wow, incredible. But um, we, we heard from Charis that this news, um, obviously, the birth of Jesus didn't happen in, in the modern day. It happened 2,000 years ago in a place 2,000 miles away. And we might think, as we hear that, uh, it's a bit hard to connect with a story that maybe seems so distant from us. Um, You were right at the heart of things in the film, but I wonder, do you even struggle maybe to believe that this is real? How do you connect with a story that maybe could be seen to be a bit distant, a bit far-fetched maybe?
2: Yeah, so the story of the nativity is one that we hear every year, isn't it? It's uh, one that probably most of us could recite word for word. Um, and being growing up in a church, you can become dull um, and uninteresting. You know everything. You know the angels come at this time. You know the wise men come at this time. But uh, just looking at it this year, just because it happened 2,000 years ago, doesn't mean that it's not a true story. It's part of history. And I was looking at it this year, and I was just staggered by the amount of evidence that there was to support this, and just his birth alone. Um, and I've been looking at three different areas over over this Christmas period, because we don't have a lot else to do. Um, so I've been looking at who Jesus was, his lineage, um, the place that he was born, and then the event itself, and have just been amazed by the amount of evidence that there is, mm. and have just been excited, like Tommy was in the film, he was just so excited to just call up Michael at whatever time it was in the night he didn't care he was just he was so excited to tell his friend and I mean when we look at the person of Jesus and we see what he's gone on to do I find it really hard to not connect with this event
0: absolutely thanks so much Josh and
2: finally we'll come to you Josie
0: uh Josie uh kind of I wonder what did you think about Christmas maybe the 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 Jesus story maybe even before you started coming to church and when you heard about Jesus and this sort of good news, uh, what was your reaction to it all?
3: So, yeah, growing up um, not in a Christian background and not coming to church, you still have an understanding of Christmas being about Jesus and the nativity, but it's it's not as serious as it is taken and you don't really understand what it actually means. For me, Christmas has always been about family and joy and celebrating together. And in a way, now that I've started coming to church, it's, I've grown a much bigger family and I can spread that same joy in amongst my family from Oak Hall. And um, yeah, it's, it's really a time now that I've realised to celebrate Jesus for who he was. It's just the start. Him being born is the start of what he then does and is still doing Like Chaz says, he's still making changes, it's still enjoyable, and it's exciting. And I think that's really what Christmas is about.
0: Absolutely. Thank you so much, Josie. Thank you, guys. I hope it just gives a flavour, doesn't it? That actually this story that was 2,000 years ago, 2,000 miles away, still is impacting lives right now. And that this story about Jesus is good news for us today. And these guys have been sharing their stories just a bit about why they see Jesus as the best news uh, that they could hear. And we're going to, a bit later, hear more about why this is good news and what the good news is all about. But before we do that, I'm going to invite Andy up, who's going to play us uh, one of his new Christmas songs. Thank you so much, Andy.
4: Thanks, Dan. Well, I wrote this song just a few days ago, actually, and uh, at a time when there's not a lot of of good news. Isn't it brilliant that we've got this theme running through Christmas time, and now for some good news? And we've been hearing echoes of that this morning. And this song, well, it starts off speaking about the heavens singing, and we're going to be thinking this morning about the angels and their message. But then it talks about the nations singing. But then it gets really personal, and it talks about. Well, my heart singing too? Let the heavens sing, yeah, hear the heavens sing of eternity. God born in poverty From eternity Born to obscurity Hear heaven sing Cause the light shines in the darkness And the darkness is not overcome Yeah, the light shines in the darkness Cause the darkness has not won for history the king of humility yeah history the god we can finally see let the nation sing cuz the light shines in the darkness and the darkness is not overcome yeah the light shines in the dark Darkness has not won. It's the true light that gives light it was coming into us. He feels your isolation, and he knows of your frustration. Sense of dislocation, so he comes. He lifts your humiliation and he takes your condemnation, wants to bring to you salvation, so he comes. Every tribe, language, and nation. One day we'll join with our creation We'll stand in celebration For he comes Cause the light shines in the darkness And the darkness is not overcome Yet the light shines in the darkness Cause the darkness has not won Light that gives light was coming into the world. Let my heart sing, yeah, let my heart sing of this mystery of a love set on me. This mystery of a God who would come for me Let my heart sing, sing Cause the light shines in the darkness and the darkness is not overcome Yeah, the light shines in the darkness Cause the darkness has not won Light, yeah, the true light gives light. Was coming into the world, coming into the world. Let the heavens sing, let the nations sing.
0: Thank you so much, Andy. Well, do you do know, for our Christmas services last week, uh, this week, and on Christmas Day next week, uh, we're looking at the angels' message that they gave to the shepherds on the very first Christmas day. And last week, we heard the start of the message where the angels, they come to the shepherds and they say, "'Do not be afraid.'" And this week, we see that the angels continue their message, and they say this, they say, don't be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy. I bring you good news that will cause great joy. You know, we live in a world, don't we, where we are surrounded by, and we have access to so much advice. Uh, People and plans saying that if you do this and if you do that, and then maybe you can become uh, richer or you can become healthier or fitter and maybe going into the new year we want to take advantage of lots of those plans and advice that people give on those topics Uh, i don't know if you've come across uh, the masterclass videos they keep popping up on my instagram feed and before youtube videos have you guys come across the you come across the you come across the instagram there we go you didn't know what it was about on the first service Um, But the masterclass videos, for those of you who don't know, um, the masterclass videos, they, they get these experts in from their various fields, lots of famous people, and they sit them down and they record a bunch of episodes where they talk through and they give their advice, their tips of how you can improve in that area. And so you've got people like Steph Curry, who's one of the best basketball players in America. And he sits down and he gives his advice about how if you do this and if you do that, then you can become more elite at basketball. You've got people like Gordon Ramsay. Uh, who says, if you do this, and if you do that, and if you cut an onion this way, you can, too, become a Michelin-star chef. And you've got people like Bob Iger, who's the CEO of Disney, uh, Disney Plus, maybe some of you have been taking advantage of that. But he runs the company, and he sits down, and he says, if you do this, and if you do that, and if you go into a business meeting in this way, then you, too, can maybe run a multi-billion-dollar company. And these videos, they are really good. They are really good, and they share lots of helpful advice. But there's a real problem. It's advice. And because it's advice, the result rests on me being able to implement that. It, the advice results in me having to follow that. And whilst in my dreams... I play basketball like Steph Curry, actually my height is the only thing I share in common with him. Whilst I'm sure my family would love that I could cook like Gordon Ramsay, actually his advice can only take me so far. Sorry, Mum. You see, actually it's okay, isn't it? For things like basketball, for things like cooking, for things like business, uh, when relying on advice. And maybe we don't quite meet the mark. But when it comes to the biggest questions of life, there's a lot more at stake, isn't there, when following advice? And religion, doesn't it? So much of religion, so many philosophies, so many worldviews have their ideas about if you do this and if you do that and maybe live this way, then that is how you can draw near to God. That is how you could know God. That is maybe how you can ultimately be with God forever. People sharing so much advice. And yet actually, just like my efforts in basketball and cooking, even business, the problem is advice rests on me. Advice rests on me being able to follow it out and I never know whether my best is going to be good enough for God. How do I know that I'll have done enough? How do I know that I'm following the right advice and not the wrong advice? And maybe we just keep going with these biggest questions and we just hope with fingers crossed that everything will work out okay and God will be fine. It'll all be okay. But you see, this is why Christmas is such amazing news. This is why Christmas really is the greatest news that any of us could ever hear this morning because Christmas is news, not advice. Jesus is news. Not advice. Christianity is news, not advice. And what do I mean by that? What do I mean that Jesus is news and not advice? You see, when the Bible tells us what happens on the very first Christmas day, when the angels bring the message to the shepherds from God, God does not say to these shepherds, I bring you good advice. God does not give to these shepherds a masterclass and say, if you do this and if you do that then everything will be fine. They say in that passage in Luke chapter 2 verse 10, the angels say, I bring you good news. You see, Christmas is not about what you and I do. It is all about what God has done, what God has done for this world. And we might be asking Well, what is this then? What is it that God has done for each of us this morning? Well, in Luke chapter 2, the angels, they continue their message. They continue their message to the shepherds and to us this morning. The angels say, do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a saviour has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord the news that comes from god is that a savior has been born a savior has been born and yet a savior implies doesn't it that we need a rescue from something a savior implies that there is a problem that needs to be fixed Do you know i'm sure for all of us this year more than ever We take one look outside at the world all around us and the situations that we're facing and we know, we sense deep down, don't we, that there is something wrong. Something in this world is not as it should be. We see its brokenness and its effects everywhere we look. And you know the Bible says that whilst that is the case, whilst there is a real problem out in the world all around us, actually the Bible says there's something deeper that we need rescuing from not just out there but in here a guy called alexander solzhenitsyn he wrote a book called the gulag archipelago where he shares his story about how he was sent to prison in the soviet union a gulag for 11 years for opposing the leaders of that country joseph stalin and in this book he writes this he says gradually it was disclosed to me that the line separating good and evil passes not through states, nor between classes, nor between political parties, but right through every human heart. Through all human hearts, he says. You could say this morning, the heart of the problem is the problem of the human heart. You see, I know that I even fall short of my own standards, let alone God's standards. And whilst religions and philosophies and worldviews might do their best to give me some advice about how I could draw near to God, actually this morning, how could I ever draw near to God? A God that has so much glory. That even his angels, when he sends his angels, his angels have such an overpowering, and enormous glory that the shepherds, they fall down on their knees in terror before them. This God, I know that I've rejected, I know that I've ignored. I am not right with God. I don't deserve to be with God. In fact, I deserve nothing less than God's perfect justice. You see, there's no advice on the planet that can solve this problem. There's nothing that I can do. There's no master class that we can take to solve this problem. Nothing that we can do that will rescue us. But how incredible is it this morning? How incredible is it this Christmas that when God comes, he brings not advice, he brings news. He doesn't bring advice saying do this and do that, but he brings news. News saying it's done, it's sorted, I've figured it out, I've accomplished something for you. It doesn't rest on you, it rests on me. News is an event, news is history. And the good news of Christmas this morning is that this God that we have rejected and ignored this God that we couldn't even imagine being able to draw near to, actually draws near to us this morning in the person of Jesus. Today in the town of David, a saviour has been born to you. In our need of rescue, God does not say, figure it out for yourself. God says, I bring you good news. God provides a David, that we desperately need in Jesus Christ. The one whose story doesn't end with him lying in a manger as a cute baby, but actually the story continues and he ends up hanging on a cross. And people wondered at that moment when he was hanging on the cross, how this child who was heralded as the newborn king, as the savior of the world, could ever rescue people, when he looked so weak hanging from a cross, and people laughed and mocked at him as he was on the cross, and yet it was on that cross that Jesus was providing the rescue that we desperately need. I love how another guy in the Bible writes it, a guy called Paul in 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 21. He says, God made him, Jesus, who had no sin to be sin for us in our place. So that in him, in Jesus, we might become the righteousness of God. It's good news because Jesus does what we cannot do ourselves. If Jesus came on that first Christmas to bring advice, then I'm still in the same problem. It still rests on me that he's not come to bring advice this Christmas. He's come to bring news, news of a rescue, news of forgiveness through his death and news of life through his resurrection three days later. Christmas is news, not advice. God doesn't say, I need a rescue. Do this and do that. And if you just figure it out, he says, done. It is done. And he provides Jesus, our savior and our king. And that is why Christmas is good news that causes great joy, not just for these shepherds, but for each of us this morning. Good news because it's not found in what you and I do in what we can achieve, but on what God has done. Today, in the town of David, a saviour has been born to you. That is good news this Christmas. And we're going to close our time by listening and reflecting on a song. A song is called, O Come All Ye Unfaithful. It's a new song by Sovereign Grace. and It says these amazing words. It says, O come bitter and broken. Come with fears unspoken. Come taste of his perfect love. Oh, come guilty and hiding ones. There's no need to run. See what your God has done. Christ is born. Christ is born. Christ is born for you. This morning. Let's listen and reflect on that song now.
5: is born
0: that really is the good news of christmas christ has been born for you and thank you so much for joining us for our christmas cafe thank you for watching on our live stream it's been great to have you with us as we've been looking and exploring this good news and maybe it is that you're hearing of this good news maybe for the first time and you want to know this and you hear this song of come to the christ that has been born for us and we want to know more about what this good news really is, what this means for each one of us today, even 2,000 years on where lives are still being changed by this Jesus who came and was born in Bethlehem all those years ago. And We've got a Christianity Explore course that is a great opportunity. I've done loads of these. I know some of us here on stage have done them too. And Christianity Explored is a chance for us to go through six weeks where we discover about who Jesus is and what he's come to do. And so if you would like to do that, we've got a course starting on the 25th of January in 2021, which just sounds better, doesn't it? 2021 sounds better, doesn't it? I can't wait for 2021. It's going to be, it's going to be great. Um, but you can book onto that course, details on the website, and we'd love to go through and talk through more about this good news that is on offer for each one of us. If you are new this morning, you may be here this morning, new or watching online, we'd love to get in contact with you. Please do drop us an email. We'd love to say hello, even get in touch and see how you are and let you know what things are going on at Oakall Church over this next week, in the next months. But. One thing that is happening later today is our Carols by Candlelight service. It's 6 p.m. here. Uh, We might be in person or we might be watching at home singing our hearts out in our living rooms. But 6 p.m. tonight, we've got Carols by Candlelight. It's going to be a great event where we again discover more about this amazing news of Jesus this Christmas. So do come along to that but I know that there really has been only one thing you've been thinking of uh, since we started this morning, and that is, what is Catrum's favorite quality street? And I really have confidence, I have confidence in the people of Catrum, you've not let me down, and you've chosen strawberry cream as the best quality street, because that's the only acceptable answer in my book, but hopefully we'll be able to see what you voted for. Oh, well done Catrum, strawberry delight, top of the green triangle, Josie, there we go. 15%, fudge has dropped down to 13%. Wow, toffee finger. People actually like that. Uh, Oh, Terry, okay, cool, there we go. I'll pass you, I'll send you some of this Christmas. Well, there we go. Well, you can, oh, oh, right, hands are going I'll I'll back down then, yeah, toffee finger's great. Um, But there we go. Well, thank you so much for joining us for our Christmas Cafe. It's been great to have you with us. And I really do hope that with everything going on, with all the announcements happening, we get to treasure this good news. that doesn't stop being good news no matter what tier we're in today. So God bless you and have a very happy Christmas. God bless. Take care.